Blog Talk Radio. Find a few of these. No problem. Welcome to the Dash Radio Show with your hosts, Don Wright DeBrance and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to tonight's version or episode or <laughs> version. We're here. <laughs> we're here. We're, we're it's here. The Dash and we're here. <laughs> the blur of The Dash. Yes. And and I am Dawn Wright the Bronson. This is Peter Mingles. Say hi, Peter. I'm here. Hi. He's here. Peter's here. And and both of us forgot we had a radio show today. <laughs> because well, we're no, so busy. we remembered we had a radio show today. We just forgot that it was tonight. <laughs> that it was right now, yeah. <laughs> yeah and so, exactly. because we're on our way to Dallas. <laughs> Yay! Yes, last year in Dallas, we, we, we met at the Association of Network Marketing Professionals, and it was a fantastic, fantastic convention. And, and uh, so we said let, that this year we have to go ahead and meet up again there. And we didn't meet there. We met up there. And, uh, and so this year they're doing a shindig, and uh, there's going to be a bunch of amazing, amazing speakers, and we're going to talk a little bit about that because the Association of Network Marketing Professionals does a lot for entrepreneurs. And uh, Peter, I mean, weren't you one of the founders of this organization? We were, we were one of the founders, and at the end, you know, when we get into the talk about like how this whole thing got started, I'll kind of give you the evolution of the sperm and the egg related to Peter Mingles. So we'll there get you go. to it. Well, look, that's exactly what I want to do because you know, Peter and I, we've been doing a lot of business within the entrepreneurial community since we met together. And, um, you know, I know that that's what his entire life and intention is, is to go ahead and serve uh, in this community, direct sales, multi-level, and entrepreneurs in general. And, and that's been mine as well. So the, together, you know, we've, we've kind of come through different paths to get to the same place. And, um, and the ANMP is an important, an important part of that. So why don't you tell us, Peter, how the ANMP was created and, and how you're part of that entire organization? Absolutely. Well, we'll get started with my level of involvement, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. We were in the lead, and still are in the lead generation business specifically for network marketing. And if I go back a little bit further, when I was in direct sales, um, the company I was with, which was called P.F. Collier, which changed its name to Brainstorm USA, and that's an interesting story. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But the company that I was with was a direct sales company, and we believed in education. We sold educational products. The problem was is it was a newer company, and we actually outsold. We sold ourselves out of business. Now, that might be a little bit weird for people that are listening in. How could you generate too many sales and put yourself out of business? Well, we figured it out. And, Don, I think that's like our MO, but that's definitely another <laughs> conference call. For sure. That's definitely another call. So we, at that time, I had, we had sold more stuff than we were able to finance, and when the financing wasn't there, I worked for like three months during the summer in Chicago for no money. We made the same amount or more sales. We just couldn't get them approved on the financing, and I wasn't able to go outside. So that was a defining moment for me. Uh, it made no sense for me to continue doing that because we were continuing to bump up against the same wall. And I said, I've always lived my life by design. I learned something working with the little vacuum cleaner company. On the box, it said, built 
to last 20 years by design. So everything was by design as opposed to by default. So I said to myself, listen, I know I'm going to have to climb whatever I'm going to have to climb for the next two to five years as I reinvent whatever it is I'm going to do. And while I'm doing that, what would be the best reinvention for Peter? And I always liked the concept of being able to be my own boss. I've always liked the concept of being able to maybe work wherever I wanted to work from. And this is even before the Internet. And I said, why not one of those network marketing things? So I pursued the challenge of finding the right avenue for network marketing. So one of the things that I did was I flew to Chicago. I decided that we were going to live in Florida. For everybody that's seen the little movie, they'll see that my wife decided that we were going to live in Florida. So I said, okay, so you want me to move? And you want me to find something new at the same time? What, are you crazy? And the answer was, well, I did it for you. You do it for me. So I said, okay, here we go. Florida it is. I was worried about alligators, so... Anyway, so we They decided, have those in Florida. They do. They, do. they have like an alligator in everything that's like freshish kind of water and they're like all <laughs> over the place. That's right. So I was really afraid of alligators. And I'll tell you about salespeople that will do anything to make a sale when we talk about Mary Ann, but we'll talk <laughs> okay. about her later. So when I came down here, I flew back to Chicago to see Dr. Charles King, who by the way is going to be speaking at the A and M P event. And he was an academic. He was still learning a little bit about network marketing, but he was an academic. And that's how I fell in love with the whole industry. Well, there's a dark side to our any industry, I guess. And when I say a dark side, it's the stuff that most people don't like to talk about. And when we were building our lead generation business, I skipped a couple of steps, so if you can't follow along, that's okay. When I was building my lead generation business, I found some customers that would frantically call me and say, stop my advertising. And I'd say, why? You're doing so well. I just got terminated. I said, you got fired? You got fired? I mean, you live and breathe and sleep this stuff. How in the world could you get fired? Oh, and then they tell me why. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And some of the reasons were valid and some of them weren't valid. Mm -hmm. So there were some challenges with the industry, with a company or an industry that goes unregulated mostly, being able to do things, and there were people being terminated unjustly. And Rod Cook is the MLM watchdog. And either love Rod or you hate Rod, and that's okay. That doesn't mean you're bipolar, because probably in the same <laughs> sentence, you probably love Rod and you hate Rod. And that's Rod Cook, and we'll give him the credibility he deserves if you go to MLMWatchdog.com. Mm -hmm. So if you go there, I knew that Rod Cook was this crazy man, and I didn't want him to know who, or to go crazy on Peter Mingles and whatever I was doing, because when, he, when you're in Rod's crosshairs, it's almost like, you know, you got the kiss of death. So I decided that I, maybe I should meet him. And I got a phone call from a woman named Sandy Cohen. She's still named Sandy Cohen. Uh, she's a very uh, successful distributor with a company called Zango. But she was in the process of dealing what was going on with Kali and David Butler over at Free Life. They were terminated as well and sued into oblivion by the owners of Free Life. And I may not have everything technically correct, for, so for all those lawyers and attorneys that are listening in, I know maybe it wasn't like the owner of Free Life that sued them, but it was Free Life that sued them. And I watched them being sued into oblivion and everything that happened as a result of hiring bad attorneys and making stupid decisions and all of those types of things. So when in 2004 I got a phone call from Sandy that said, we're putting together an organization, and we don't know what we're going to call it yet, but it's going to be about distributors' rights. I said, I'd love to learn. I want to get in, 
and and I'd like to at least be part of this organization because I believe that distributors have rights and I believe companies have rights and it's an education process and when it's balanced out the right way it really can work well and not in a naive sense I've run direct sales companies I run a direct sales company now companies have rights distributors have rights and it's the education between both of them that are going to make the difference so mm-hmm. In 2004, when I went to the DRA first meeting, I was actually nominated for like a executive director of, and I picked education because I like educating people. And that's where I got a chance to meet some of the greatest, finest people that I've ever met on the planet in any industry. That wild-eyed entrepreneur that is either both smart or narcissistic or sociopaths or uh, great or everything. You get the whole, mm-hmm. you get the whole thing at extreme sometimes when you work with this industry. Mm-hmm. So I was there from the beginning of the beginning, the founders meetings where we were talking about stuff that most people don't even think about relative to our industry. So yeah, we went for it and it was really great. So then I, you know, went through the channels of eventually becoming a board member, Rod Cook, who's a great man couldn't really be the face of the ANMP because, I'm sorry, the DRA because he's too controversial and like I said, people either like him or hate him. So we decided to uh, take over as president for a short time from Cheryl Gonzalez uh, who put in a ton of work relative to the ANMP who's no longer with it because there was a falling out. Uh, But the reality is is that if it wasn't for Cheryl Gonzalez and uh, Rod Cook, there would be no a&MP or industry, and sometimes we forget that. So I always like to give homage to the people that actually put the whole thing together because we put in hundreds of hours, thousands of hours of work, and eventually people thought the DRA was too controversial of a name because it sounds like a union for people that are stupid enough not to actually find out what the DRA stood for. And, Dawn, I usually don't like to call people stupid, but when mm-hmm. they're stupid, we know they're stupid. Sometimes. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> when they're stupid, they're stupid. Mm-hmm. And for those people that thought that the DRA was anti-company, that would have been a mistake. So we changed the name to the ANMP, which stands for the Association of Network Marketing Professionals. So that's mm-hmm. like, kind of like where we are. Absolutely. And, and it, it's, it's a great organization with some really amazing people. Um, I, I, the people that I met over there are people who are all very dedicated to the industry, and I know that uh, you know they don't always see eye to eye on all of the stuff that goes on in the industry, but that they are all very indivi- individually and collectively committed to the industry. And so, you know, anytime a group of people gather in uh, in, in 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 the same vision and same purpose of of uh, an industry, good things can happen. And and I think that that's what the intention of this weekend is going to be. Not only are are they gathering as a team of uh, board officials, but then I guess 400 people are are coming out of um, from the industry to go ahead and attend. And there is a pretty exceptional list of uh, speakers that I was looking at over here. So if you guys want to go ahead and check it out, for those of you who are listening, I think we're coming up on a commercial break. So for now, let me just go ahead and say get on over to anmp.com, that's A for Apple, and for Nancy, M for Michael, P for Peter, or Association of Network Marketing Professionals, anmp.com, and you can click away, you can check out the speakers, the event details, so if you decide you want to come, it's like, I think, you didn't get the, the early bird seat, so it's like 200 bucks, and you will get 
three days. Um, well, Friday and Saturday are the days for the speakers, right? Yeah, Friday, um, Saturday, and Sunday. Actually, Friday, Sunday. Sa- oh, okay. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. John and Gray. You will, yeah, be in the likes of John Gray, Mars and Venus. Uh, we've got Keith Halls, Vince Pacenti. I don't know how to say that. Um, Todd Falcone, Paula Pritchard, uh, Dr. Charles King is in the house. So there's some pretty exceptional speakers there, and uh, and I know that we're meeting some great people over there too. So I mean, it's going to be a really amazing weekend um, of of network marketing and direct sales uh, leaders and entrepreneurs, as well as some incredible speakers over there to go ahead and sit and learn from. So make sure that you get there. And I think we're ready for a commercial break from our sponsors. Are we spinning? Is there Axel around? I think Axel's here. Do you run a home-based business? Are you looking under every rock for your next superstar diamond in the rough? Are you looking for leads in all the wrong places? Look no more. If you're a seasoned entrepreneur, you know you need the right tools in place to run your online business effectively. If you're brand new at your business and you are looking for top-notch training that will take you and your sales team to the next level. For email marketing, autoresponders, lead management systems, and more, Network Leads is what you need to prospect, communicate, manage, and support your customers and sales organizations. Just go to www.networkleads.com forward slash the dash radio and register for your free lead management system today. You've been listening to the Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronce and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, Click follow at the top of our show. Then hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now, back to the show. So welcome back, and for those of you who are just joining us, it is myself, Dawn Wright DeBronson, and Peter Mingles, and we're talking about the A&MP International Convention that is about to take place in Dallas this weekend, March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. And if you want to go ahead and follow along with what we're talking about, head on over to ANMP.com. That's Association Network Marketing Professionals, ANMP.com. So Peter, who was around in the very beginning when it was the Distributor Rights Association um, and it moved on over to becoming the ANMP, has been telling us the history of this organization. And where are we going next with this, Pete? Well, I think but, you know, there's going to be some great speakers there. For those of you that are going to miss it, which is a shame, but that's kind of totally okay, the vision yeah. of the ANMP is to try to educate and uh, promote and do everything associated with this industry. And mm-hmm. there's lots of ways to make money nowadays. Maybe too many different options because too many options sometimes leads to confusion. Mm-hmm. But one of the one of the best things that I know about uh the beauty of our industry was a story that was told by Dr. Charles King. Dr. Dr. Charles King is a professor at the University of Illinois in Chicago. He handles some of the marketing departments. And we've been through different recessions. So two recessions ago, I think it was, he was at the uh, university, and they were having a really hard time with graduates getting jobs. Sounds familiar, I'm thinking, right? Mm -hmm. So Dr. Charles King was commissioned by the university to find 
avenues of, okay, we're graduating these kids. If they don't have a way to make money, it's kind of like, you know, people are going to stop coming to the school. Maybe not stop coming to the school, but you could just see the dilemma. They had the social reasons for helping these kids find good jobs so they can continue the recruiting at the school. So Dr. Charles King was commissioned to look at direct selling, franchising, business owners, working corporate America as a school project. And one of the young kids in his class raised his hand and said, Dr. Charles, what about network marketing? Well, Dr. Charles is a small man in stature. So if you think like every picture you'd ever have in your mind about Napoleon, with the exception of the hat and maybe the you know the thing in the jacket pocket <laughs> and maybe sitting on a horse, but he's a little guy. But he's a little guy in physical stature, but he's a bull when it comes to his ego and his attitude. So when he barks back at this young kid, son, I know enough about network marketing to tell you we don't want to do anything with network marketing. Now, here's a guy <laughs> the university profession has been commissioned to find different ways for people to earn extra money. Bark back in somewhat of an arrogant style, like any educator might be able to do, mm-hmm. to this young kid. And this young kid said, Dr. Charles, with as much as you know about network marketing, if I gave that kind of an answer on a test, you'd give me an F. <laughs> and Dr. Charles says, you know, kid, all right, you got an A for effort. Let's go out there, and I'll prove you wrong, but let's go out there. And then he found some great speakers and hooked up with a company called New Skin because uh, uh, Mark, oh, my gosh. Victor Hansen? No, Mark Yarnell. I almost forgot. Uh-huh. Yeah, Mark Yarnell was one of the top leaders at New Skin, mm-hmm. and he and his wife, Rainey, were making mm-hmm. gangster-type income. And Mark is a um, Mark is an eloquent speaker, and he is an opportunist like you've never seen. Mm-hmm. So he found credibility, and Dr. Charles King being able to wrap that in with network marketing and blend it into, of course, his new skin story. He he grabbed onto Dr. Charles King like it was a snapper turtle on your toe. I mean, there was <laughs> no getting out of it. And he's an eloquent sweet speaker, and I couldn't think of anybody that I would want to promote network marketing. He's a brilliant man in many capacities. Now, his ex-wife might write books about something other than that, but that's what ex-wives do, if you know what I mean. So don't read that book. So stick on Mark on the pedestal. He's a great speaker and really did some wonderful things and actually convinced the dean to do a university uh, certification course on network marketing. So it was great. Wow. It was wonderful. And what happened was we used to do it at McDonald's University. Now, if you don't know this, you just can't go in and write a check for a McDonald's franchise. You have to go to McDonald's U. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, you know, French fry machine goes on the left. <laughs> you know, push the no. button over here. You ain't doing There's no turkey sandwiches at McDonald's. There's no free thinking. <laughs> So it was kind of interesting. So we used to do the conventions at McDonald's University um, in uh, Oak Brook, Illinois. And what a phenomenal place to see where network marketing was actually holding uh, their seminars at a university where uh, franchising took place. And for all of you people that might be listening in, you might, if you've ever bought anything at a franchise, You've bought something, or from a franchise, you've bought something at a location that had a business model that was almost deemed illegal. Your Mm -hmm. government wanted to make 
franchising illegal when it was a new business model coming in. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of interesting to see how that whole thing works. So I'm really stoked to be able to see that Dr. Charles King is going to be there um, at that seminar. So good stuff. Yeah, so so that's what's going to happen at the event. But for those people that may not be there for whatever reason. We are going to be there. We're going to be there, and we are going to be there. And I mm-hmm. suspect you are going to hear about it from lots of different people in lots <laughs> of different ways. <laughs> I, <laughs> I suspect we're going to be there. And, we're and going to cover it. Yeah, we're, we're going to cover event. it. we got the Dash Radio stuff going on, and which, by the way, I saw the beautiful banner that these people cannot see right now because they're listening to our radio show that you mm-hmm. sent me. Mm-hmm. And I saw I saw like one banner, and I was like, oh, that's really cool. And then I saw another banner, and I said, like, mm-hmm. that's really cool. And then I kept scrolling, and I saw that you were getting a makeover. I'm like, whoa, what happened there? Whoa, you included this third picture. I'm like, whoa, that's a close-up. Holy cow. And you're going to look marvelous. <laughs> Wait a minute. What are you doing? <laughs> Maybe you sent it to the group. You sent it to the group. I'm like, oh, holy cow. Oh, like, what did I send? I'm looking at, like, banner. I'm like, wow, this is really cool. Is there another one? I'm like, oh, wow, that is, like, really cool. Is there another one? And then I got a close-up. I'm like, holy cow. Okay, I have to go look better at my pictures before you send them clearly. So for $5.95, if you guys go to the resources page, I'll send you pictures. So, but I'm like, That's hysterical. Yeah, it is funny. I... I <laughs> not even in the United States. And uh, I think if you were collectively to take a look at the number of people that are influenced by the numbers of people um, that are coming, um, and uh, it's it's going to be amazing. There's people that write books, and there's people that have done articles, and we have a guest speaker called John Gray, who's the gentleman who wrote the very famous brand, you know, Men Are From Mars or Women Are From Venus. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Great it's gonna book, be, by yeah, the way. Probably going to be like, a great book. This was back in the day that I read that book, but you know, I I got to tell you that was some really insightful stuff. So for for those of you who are hopping on over to the dashradio.com, make sure you hit our Amazon store. It's how we are going to stay in business, and we're going to do our stuff is through merchandising and through and through our sponsorships, and uh, we're going to be getting that model rocking very shortly, and. And uh, that'll be my next my next how how to start a radio show <laughs> post yep. is is um, moving into a, a model where you actually make money, which is uh, is going to be a really interesting phase of this project. And you know everything that you do in entrepreneurism, it starts with an idea, or it starts with a conversation that two friends are having, and the next thing you know, it becomes an idea, and then the next thing you know, it becomes something, and then it starts to evolve into all that it's going to become, and that's how. This project started, you know, there are projects that start with, you know, conversations and then business plans and then, well, let's go find investors and let's go do this and that and the other thing. There are other projects that just kind of evolve and start to become what they what they intend to be on their own. And and, uh, and the people who, who choose to go ahead and, and allow that to happen um, get to be called the, the owners or the partners of it. But you know that's kind of what the dash is becoming it's it's becoming whatever it wants to become and we are we are choosing to nurture it and uh and let it become what it intends to be and um it's pretty exciting stuff peter i got to tell you you know like i didn't intend i've i've been telling some of my coaches you know i i've never entered a project thinking it's going to be small 
but I've never been part of a project that uh, I've been part of a lot of projects that have become great things. And they weren't necessarily intended to become big, great things, but I've been honored um, to be part of the process of things becoming big. Um, You know, we intended to do a one-hour show, and it was really, you know, you're just being a nurturing friend saying I needed a microphone and I needed to go ahead and and start doing stuff again um, that made it happen. But the next thing you know, we're being offered hours and we're being offered um, the opportunity to become a radio station and truly become an entrepreneurial radio station. And our mission and our vision has, has turned from being a one-hour radio show to let's give entrepreneurs a voice. And I think it's pretty cool what's happening. What do you think? Absolutely. It is phenomenal. Well, well I kind of, you know, it's kind of like what we do. So it's kind of like an do. MO kind of thing. So mm-hmm. we don't play small. Mm-hmm. But it but it starts off one way. And when you're, I think when your purpose is the right thing, you start to, gra- to gather attention and momentum and people kind of catch on. And mm-hmm. in, a, in a world where it seems like, you know, don't make any waves, uh, don't make any noise, let's keep everything so positive. And that's kind of like, a lot of the way the A&MP is starting to gravitate to. Let's do a really cool seminar to celebrate the industry. You know, I love to celebrate the industry, but if that's the only thing we're doing, Dawn, then there's a challenge. Somebody's got to stand up. Somebody's got to say, there's some great things going on, but we have to squash some of the bugs, and we have to deal with some of the stuff that's out there. Thank God for guys like Jim Turner. Jim Turner. So we attract people like Jim Turner from Citizens.org. We're going to meet up with him, mm-hmm. and we're going to meet up with people that are actually making a difference and making some waves. Don, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, you, you, you turned me on to this little iPhone thing, and <laughs> and on the way home, I was traveling, and um, as I was coming home, there's a one road that's in my local area that's 30 miles an hour speed limit and it's really impossible to do 30 miles an hour unless you're paying attention mm-hmm. people whip down there like their indianapolis speedway or daytona it's like 55 mm-hmm. or 60 and there's like regular residential houses on this and i got to share with you this i'm going to send it to you as soon as i figure out how to send things on my iphone to people other than myself <laughs> <laughs> but there was a there was a, a an entrepreneur not i don't know entrepreneurial probably wrong word there's a rogue guy now there's probably a couple of hundred houses that, yeah <laughs> couple of hundred houses and he actually attached something to his mailbox and if i could ever figure out how to get back to the photos i'm going to send it to you because it's indicative you hit the of the home button twice the little yeah, okay, home, thing at the home, bottom home button and then twice. the camera will pop up okay we got a camera okay there good. You go. i gotta get from the previous ones there we go oh, nice look at my hand all right so anyway so this little <laughs> thing over here which I'm still going to figure out. Hold on. <laughs> well, I was going to try to send it to you, and now I'm stuck in, like, email hell. Like, you got to click the button on the bottom. I'm trying. It'll bring I'm you trying. back to your home screen. All right. So, hold on. i got a home screen over here. So, for the, while he's doing that, okay, i got to tell all the network marketers out there, if you don't have an iPhone, you're doing yourself a horrible injustice because you can actually talk to five people at the same time. The three-way call you, if you if you are a networker who needs to be making phone calls and answering phone calls, and then the person you're talking to, you want the person you're talking to to be able to talk to the person who just called you, there's a merge button. This thing is the best thing that ever happened to network marketing. So if you don't have an iPhone, you're killing your business. you just got to have one. Yep. That's right, my I'm, Apple pitch. We, <laughs> <laughs> we finally had a reason to use that thing. <laughs> 
All right, so this entrepreneurial or whatever road kind of a person, remember there's hundreds of houses probably on this road. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. an accurate number, but he puts up a sign that says, city officials don't care, but we do, 30 miles per hour. Safety first, please. Mm-hmm. So I am sure there's Ouch. some kind of a company regulation or you know, city regulation is going to say, you've got to take down this sign. But this guy basically said, I'm taking a stand. Mm-hmm. I'm making a difference. Making I know some that waves. I'm making some waves. I, and, it's, and you know what? He's absolutely, if it's a he, it, he's absolutely right, or they are absolutely right in this household. He attached it to his mailbox. It's actually really neatly done. I'm going to send it to you. But okay. it, it, it is very indicative of what, what someone does when they say, you know what? I'm not interested I've in being politically it. correct. I've had it. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever, you know, this Guaranteed is a residential that poor, area. That guy or that woman has probably contacted his city officials over and over. They probably got a kid inside the house that almost ate a bumper, and yep. they've asked over and over for their town support, and they're not getting it. And And I live on a side street where literally – it's almost impossible to figure out how to do 50 miles an hour because there's curves and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And and they do. They do 50 miles an hour from stop sign to the end of my street. Wow. And one of the gals actually hit my neighbor's house. Huh? She was probably texting. She said it was a deer. But nobody. she went straight into his house. If it was a deer, she would have curved straight into his house. So there's nothing mm-hmm. there. She plows into his house, almost kills his wife. Mm. literally plows into her house. So speed is an issue, and mm-hmm. everybody knows it's an issue, and anybody around would probably say, but maybe going 30 miles an hour is inconvenient, but this person took a stand. Well, this is an indication of what we experience in the network marketing professional. People want to do whatever they do. They Maybe going fast is convenient. Maybe fast gets them there faster, but people get hurt. Mm-hmm. when people go way too fast. And we had a kid just recently in a coma as a result of riding his bike who was hit by probably somebody that was a hit and run. They'll never find out who he is, and he's struggling for his life. But the reality is is those things happen in other areas of our life, and our place where we're going to make a difference is in this space. Mm-hmm. And we have social causes, whether it's in health or nutrition or feeding kids or doing all those other cool things. I really think that somebody's got to make a stand. And yeah. There may be one sign on this uh, front yard, but it means something. And I know we're probably talking into a commercial, so let me let uh, Mr. Yes. Uh, commercial sponsors. Our sponsors. Yeah. I'm on a roll. Go for it. <laughs> so Savage far. Smokes is a new site on the scene dedicated to the trending electronic cigarette industry. If you are looking into e-cigs as an alternative to tobacco and have been disappointed by the ones you picked up at the gas station or you kept your money in your pocket because you didn't know which one to buy, head to SavageSmokes.com for honest and up-to-date electronic cigarette reviews on most e-cigs you see on the shelves. You've been listening to the Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronx and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now... Back to the show. And we are back. We are on our soapboxes today, aren't we, Peter? That's right. That's right. And every once in a while, it's important to get on your soapbox, get your megaphone, dust it out, and go, I don't agree. That's right. What do you believe in? <laughs> what do you stand for? That's right. 
Like, why are you here? Why are you here? Like, you what know, is and, your... and let's share why we're here, you know, with the dash, okay? We're here, and, and we have, uh, both of us have our individual reasons for being here, but, you know, I've recently had some, some challenges occur in my life, in my professional life with a company that I've, I was with for 12 years. And, you know, we struggled with some things, and we're going through some stuff. And, you know, there's, there's a whole lot of stuff that goes on in network marketing and a whole lot of lives that get impacted when companies struggle. And there's, there's got to be, like, a lot of voice out there. There's got to be a collection of things out there for the industry, you know, there's got to be attorneys and there's got to be attorneys that, that handle every aspect of law because network marketing touches every aspect of law. There's got to be boards and there's got to be um, advocates and, you know, there's got to be lobbyists and there's got to be, um, you know, like field advisory councils. I mean, there's there's stuff that needs to be out there that Peter and I have both agreed, you know, being part of the field, being service-oriented and serving the field, being service-oriented and serving companies, being consultants, being field leaders, and being corporate executives and corporate consultants. Um, we've done all of it, both of us have, and we've done it for 25 years, both of us have, over 25 years. Um, and we've just both agreed, and as friends that have worked together in the industry and have been part of, you know, companies going up, companies going down, companies going under, companies being shut down, um, being field leaders that have made a lot of money, being field leaders, being field reps that have struggled in the beginning. We've done it all. We've been speakers. We've done it all. Between the two of us, I don't think there's any aspect of the industry that we haven't operated in, right? Am, sure. I, am I speaking out of Absolutely turn? Absolutely right. Okay. Yep. Corporate, <laughs> and corporate so, level distributor. Yeah. Under the whole shoot and match. The whole shoot and match that we've done it all. Okay, um, and I mean, if there's anything I haven't done, somebody wants to challenge it. I've even scrubbed the toilets at the corporate offices. I know I have, so nobody can challenge me on this. That's right. <laughs> I don't think there's any job I haven't done at least once. And, um, you know, we, we do have a pretty good view of, you know, what's not out there that is really, really necessary for our industry. And it's an industry I love. You know, I'm watching some things happen to my industry that, you know, have happened at the corporate level too, you know, that, that I've experienced, that have happened at the distributor level that I've experienced, and that are now happening at the industry level, that um, it's critical. We need a voice out there. We need a collective. We need, we need a place for the Jim Turners of the world, for the Jonathan Emords of the world, for the people that are standing up and saying things need to be different or things need to be, to be created that just have never existed for our industry. Um, and uh, one of the things is that, that, that these people need a platform and they need a place that they can speak and that entrepreneurs have a place that entrepreneurs can speak, that people can come and listen because they know that it's a collective. You know, it's like you can go ahead and <clears throat> everybody can start their own radio show. 500 people can start their own radio show. They can all go to Blog Talk Radio and they can all pay for their own year. But we're all going to be competing for traffic. We're all going to be starting from the same place, which is zero listeners. We're all going to be going ahead and trudging up the hill by ourselves. Or we can go ahead and have the dash, and they can all come and have a show on the dash. And we can promote them, and we can support them, and we can give them their microphone. And for people like me who were, like, struggling, going, okay, what am I going to do now? You know, well, you know, come on over here, have a show. Come on over here and have a voice, and, and we can all work together to drive traffic, and we can all work together 
to create that collective for entrepreneurs. And I'm just really excited to be here at the beginning of it, you know. I don't need it to be the Dawn Show. I know you don't need it to be the Peter Show, you know, which is why we named it the Dash and we didn't name it the Dawn and Peter Show. Right. We could have named it DawnandPeter.com. I don't think anyone owns that domain. I don't know. Well, we could have. And whatever <laughs> we, we do, have. we're going to make it big anyway. But the reality yes. is, is that it's not about us. It's about it's what about can us. you do to make a difference. You know, you have kids that are growing up. I have kids that are growing up. We all have family members. We know it's a tough economy. We know it's a mm-hmm. tough global economy. What are we possibly doing to be able to help provide and support? And I don't think that's a naive statement. I really don't think, nope. so. why can't we all kind of get along? Mm-hmm. There's plenty of stuff out there. There's plenty to share. And you know what? We can kick butt, and we know how to kick butt on the bad guys just as well as anybody else. Mm-hmm. Why can't they do it the right way? But we deal with stuff, so that's what we do. So it's the dash and everything in, you, everything in between. And you know what? The fun thing about this, the entrepreneurs and the people that think like this mm-hmm. are coming out of the woodwork. They are. They you are know, all- we've had over 10,000 listens already. Yep. 10,000 people have, have Yep. Yeah. 10,000 people have decided to listen, and we've got 10,000 people listening. We've got people sending our our archives out all over the place, and then we've got all these people who are showing up, and they're they're following us on Twitter, and they're going, hey, I want to come on the show. Hey, can I be on the show? And I'm like, that is the coolest thing ever, because this was just going to be a way that I could have a microphone and something to talk to you about on a weekly basis. And the next thing you know, it becomes something beautiful for our industry. So for those of you who are out there and you you're maybe got this little idea that's kind of floating around in your head and you're like, you know, it's just a little something that I was thinking about doing, do it. Just do it because, you know, the littlest ideas can become the biggest and most important things for an entire industry, really. And, you know, we really just thought this was going to be something we were going to do that was going to get me through a hard time, and Peter was being a good friend. And the next thing you know, it's becoming something really, really important. And so, you know, what's who started, I know that I'm saying, because Nelson Mandela made the quote really popular, but he's not who created it. But, you know, your playing small does not serve the world. What's that quote? I don't know, but it's we get the gist. I'm going to find it, and I'll put it up on the dash. I'll put it up on the blog because it's one of my favorites. Um, but our playing small never serves the world, right? Nope. It never serves the world. I have someone that's close to me that um, I would watch, and I saw him do things cautiously. And And I know it's not right to say a negative command, but it works in this instance, and it would be don't hold back. Mm-hmm. Don't hold back when you're that good. Don't hold back, and and then there's many times that sometimes we hold back because we're not sure. But if you got it and you know you got it, and and that little command, don't hold back, could be maybe one of the only things you need to have permission to go out there and go for it. I think we both, Don. You know, we don't impose political beliefs on anybody, but I think we're kind of like along the line of if you're growing and you're doing your thing, and it's helping a lot of people, and it's not infringing on my rights, go for it. So right. whatever it might be, I think that's my political persuasion. haven't found many people that fit into that that are running for politics lately, but the reality is is that, you know what, you have the right, you're in a wonderful country, we, we, you, you get a chance to write your own ticket in many ways in this society. Don't hold back, help 
yourself and a whole, a whole bunch of other people as well. And if you're infringing on my rights, that's when I got to say, you know what? I think that's kind of like infringing on my rights. I agree, you have yours, but you know, stop breathing all over me. If mm-hmm. that's the case, then that's fine. But I think everything that we're talking about here with the dash and helping people and all the things that we're doing over here is exactly the kind of environment that I know I want to create, as well as a lot of other people too. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I, I'm going to read this because it will take me a couple of seconds to do it, but, um, and I'm going to find who originated it, but Nelson Mandela made it really super famous in 1994. And it was in a movie, too. Um, and it was in a movie, too. I think it was um, a Robin Williams movie about a teacher. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, here, here's how it goes. It says, our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we're powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are born to make manifest the glory that's within us. It is not just in some of us. It is in everyone. And as we let our light shine, we consciously give others permission to do the same. We are liberated from our own fear, or as we are, sorry, as we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. And, And that's the truth. You know, as we go ahead and stand up and do it afraid, we do it anyway. Even when it scares us out of our wit, we do it anyway. And believe me, there are a lot of things that I do, even though I'm completely knocking at the knees, terrified to do it. But if I know it's the right thing and I know i got to go ahead and stand up and do it anyway, I do it anyway. And I have heard people tell me, you know, when, when you said, I am worthy, I knew I was worthy. When you did it, I knew I could do it. And, you know, so if you're one of those people out there that you're always like, God, I'm always the one. I'm always the one who has to go ahead and do it. I'm always the one who gets up there and says it when nobody else will say it. You know what? You're called to do that. That's who you are. You know, don't shrink back from who you are, especially if people are, you know, you're always the one. And you're always just stealing everybody else's thunder. You know what? You can't steal somebody else's thunder. If they're booming they're booming. If they're not booming, you're not stealing their thunder because you do. Boom. There you go. <laughs> do, it, do it anyway. There you go. Uh, talking right. about our boom guy, I think we have Axel going to do some records. <laughs> it's time. Are you in a run about your taxes? No more with this simple template. Your business deserves the best, and so do you. Try our simple bookkeeping formula. You'll look organized, find your receipts, and you might even get a write-off. One thing is for sure, you'll thank us. Visit bit.ly forward slash the dash taxes. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash D-A-S-H taxes. You've been listening to the Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronx and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then... Hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now, back to the show. Okay, so I'm going to make a correction. 
Because I just found on um, a page called Reiki Pages, AETW.org, it says the famous speech that Nelson Mandela never, never gave, that this passage was commonly misattributed to Nelson Mandela's 1994 inaugural address, but it actually comes from a book written called A Return to Love in 1992 by Marianne Williamson. So that was, I knew there was someone who wrote it. Her name is Marianne Williamson. It comes from a book, A Return to Love, and I guess Nelson Mandela didn't do it in his 1994 inaugural address. <laughs> you know, he didn't do a lot of things, and the first thing he did was divorce his wife after he got out of that jail, so I'm not so <laughs> sure. Like, he was thinking a lot, you know, when he was sitting there for 20 years. Yeah, yeah, years, you got like, a lot of time to think in that yeah, jail. Yeah, <laughs> first thing, she's gone. You know, what's going on? I didn't think he could be possibly someone that would say anything that great. I'm only teasing Nelson, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I know you Just are. to add to <laughs> Maybe you know. he he said something in his inaugural address. He probably and, did. And, and, and maybe he read it in his inaugural address. You he know? probably did. He did he a lot of great have. things. But I remember, you know, just a great reminder that the guy's still a guy, too. The- <laughs> He's a guy. He is. You know, people don't understand that great people, they, they put their pants on one leg at a time, and they, they had days that weren't so great. <laughs> he's a man. He's he's just a guy. You know, the reality yeah. is, is we're all just people. Now, the, the reason why I like to have fun with that is because whenever I was working with mentors, I was always somewhat disappointed when I learned that my mentors were human. Because yeah. we put them up on a stand sometimes, and they're human. And that was really upsetting sometimes because, you know, some of the most important people in my life that were mentors, they had blemished paths. You know, they did dumb things sometimes. And um, that was kind of upsetting to a certain extent. And then I kind of looked back and I said, wait a minute, you know, they're human. And sometimes they do the right things and sometimes they do the wrong things. And sometimes I don't know all the details of all the things, so any opinion I form is probably wrong. But the reality is whether it's Nelson or whoever. But that is a wonderful quote, and I and I think the gist of that quote goes back to that concept of if you got it in it, if you got it in it, or in you, just go for it. And you know, <laughs> I mean, you just know if you're that kind of a person. Mm-hmm. You know if you're that kind of a person. So I doubled back when I saw that picture that I eventually figured out how to send to you about that person who put the sign on his mailbox that said, "Government officials don't care." But we do, 30 miles an hour, safety first. And for all of you guys that are out there listening in there that says, you know what, that's me. I'm that person, that one out of the 400,000, I'm that one person that would actually do something like that because I care. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to take the hits. I'm yeah. willing to get and the ridicule. Put, I'm the, put the thing on your mailbox. Put do that it. thing on your mailbox. Go mm-hmm. for it. And he didn't. And he did it really nicely. I was like really impressed. I'm like, whoa! I'm going to double back. I'll take a picture. And he got a lot of attention. Now, do you really think that everybody's going to drive 30 miles an hour now? Probably no. not. No. But if you but they're going to they're going to go. Wow, good good for you standing up. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. As they as they whip and by. But the mm-hmm. reality is is that you know that's. What else are you here for? So that's why we did the stuff relative to the dash. Mm-hmm. So we're going we're gonna to be traveling tomorrow, which yes. means we have a couple of guest speakers for our next call. Yes, so, we do. We have Bob Adams, who everybody loves Bob, mm-hmm. and we have John Wright, my son, who's actually part of the Back Talk crew that uh, that comes on once a week on Fridays. 
Um, and they'll be coming on on Friday and doing their thing. They'll be doing it, I think, without myself. And Oh, actually, no, we won't be able to do back talk because we're going to be in Dallas. That's right. So we're going to have to go ahead and we'll have to make a, an archived back talk when we get a chance. But hopefully we're um, going to be able to broadcast some stuff from the... Convention. That's right. We're going to go ahead and broadcast, and we'll 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 do some stuff, and we're we're going to go ahead and just do it by surprise. We probably won't live stream. Um, well, they'll be able to catch us live streaming. Let's put it this way: when we go ahead and we get somebody over at the A and M P conference that wants to go ahead and do a, a thing on the dash, we will most likely go ahead and do it live, and then put it up for everybody to listen to. But we won't be scheduling them. In advance, we'll be going ahead and saying, hey, do you want to do one? Okay, let's do it in about 15 minutes, and then we'll come on and we'll do it. So you guys are going to need to check back, and you're going to need to see on my Facebook wall, every time we do something on Blog Talk, it goes and automatically posts and tells everybody that is a subscriber. So if you want to know what we're going to be doing at the ANMP conference, go and click follow on Blog Talk Radio. You go to, the, or you go to dashradioshow.com. And what's playing right now, you click follow in the top left-hand corner of the screen. And when you sign up, anytime we're about to record something, it'll go ahead and let you know. And all weekend, as we're about to do this, if you're one of our followers on Blog Talk, you will know about it. If you're not one of our followers on Blog Talk, then you're going to need to go ahead and check over on dashradioshow.com or over on the Dash Radio Show, our blog, and you're going to have to go ahead and click, you know, go to the show and see if we're there. But, you know, we're going to have this stuff up, up on the-radio.com. Over on our blog, there's a little widget that shows you the last five shows that we've recorded. You'll be able to go ahead and check out our last five shows. Anything that we record will be up over there. Um, Alex, where is it? Is it still located on the homepage on the-radio, Alex? Is our little widget still on the homepage? It's on the blog. So when you go to the-radio.com, click on the blog, and you will get to our widget for the last five shows at all times. It's a pretty cool little widget, Peter. It sure is. Here's the interesting thing for those people that have been following us. We, we started in December. Mm-hmm. And then late December. Late December. And our second show, I playfully say we had Bob Adams, our tax guy, on before he even knew he was on a show. Mm-hmm. And then... We said we're going to do something, and then we did it. So we did. Uh, we have our own mobile app now. It's already yes, been approved on Android. It's coming out on Apple soon. Tell them, tell them how to get there. Oh, I guess you go to your Android store, look for the Dash or Dash Radio or any one of those keywords, and you should find us. And if you guys want to just know when everything is coming out, if you go ahead and you text the word Dash to number 37404, so you you put in where you would text a message, you text the word DASH, D-A-S-H, to the number, like you were dialing a friend's number, 37404. And you click send, and you're going to get a little thing, and then you click the button, and it'll take you to our mobile site and our mobile experience. That's okay? right. Click the button. Click the, click the link that is sent to you. Um, but then you'll be able to go ahead and be plugged in for whenever it comes up on Apple. You'll be able to go ahead and go to the Apple Store, but for right now, the iTunes Store. But for right now, you can go to the Android Store, and it's already there. That's right. And then we um, we said we were doing some stuff relative to um, 
some we were going to expand and we've actually became a radio station as opposed mm-hmm. to just a radio show. <laughs> and now we have uh, some fun stuff on Fridays. So we have fun Fridays with the back talk guys. Mm-hmm. And that is, I'll tell you, for those people that have never been around you guys before, it would be me if I was close by because I love the environment. But if you ever wanted to find like a fun, friendly, like I'm with people that are just really nice and friendly and I'm home with I'm having some fun you got to check out back talk and then now we're also moving to maybe some Sunday programming as well mm-hmm. and I'm lining up some really great people as well as Dawn is so we can turn Sundays into what Sunday radios used yeah. to be like you know spiritual radio yeah let's do some spiritual radio stuff on Sundays because mm-hmm. that helps with the whole moral compass thing so yeah. You guys are watching it, and at the uh, Dash uh, at the A and M P conference, we'll do our little thing, and we'll grow with the uh, people that are learn and build on our passion. And you know what, Don? Sometimes when you do stuff that's really cool, some people feel threatened, and we've all been there before. This is kind of <laughs> like what we do. But if anybody's threatened by any of the things that we do, Don, I think we should have like a little fun. We'll do some therapy. You know, we'll just have a little yeah. therapy. Fun. We have but some really great coaches coming on here. We can no, we need some therapists. books and tapes. They don't need coaches. They don't need coaches. They need therapists. <laughs> they, need, <laughs> they, need, <laughs> they need therapy. You they need, need more like, than Dr. John Gray. You yeah, think? <laughs> they, like, yeah, John Gray is going to talk about men and women and stuff like that. They don't need that. They need like Judge Judy therapy. You know, like what's wrong with people? <laughs> Judge Judy therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some people, you know, here's the thing. There are people who will absolutely celebrate when good things are happening, and there are people that will absolutely have a fit. And I had a mentor once tell me that there are people who will go out and work to build the tallest building. And then there are people who go out every day tearing all the other buildings around them down so that their building appears to be the tallest building. And, you know, you can't do anything about those people except, you know, if you're one of the people that builds a tall building, you know, when they come around and they lop off a brick, you put a new brick on, you know. And sometimes you feel like throwing a brick at them, but there's there's no benefit to that because then you just become one of those people. So. We just do our best every single day to keep building the tallest building and and building a tall building not to threaten other buildings, but to go, hey, if I can do it, you can do it. Go build a taller building, you know? And that's that's always been a really good thing for me is just to always remember that. That is for sure. So we're going to have some fun. We're going to – so me and you are going to be off the air. John and – Bob. Uh, Bob are going to be talking about their their cool stuff. We might skip the back talk stuff this Friday, but every Friday there's going to be back talk stuff, and then watch out what happens after we get back for Sundays mm-hmm. because we have a whole really great line of people. I spoke to a woman just before. Um, I think I told you uh, her name, but she's she's a, a pastor. She kind of gave up on some of the pastor stuff that she used to do in uh, a section of New York that we're both familiar with. Um, but she gave up for economic reasons, and I said, you know what? That would be real. That's really a shame. We have a place for you to have a voice now. Mm-hmm. So just a really great person. And what she does is she actually collects the collective people from many different, uh, many different religions. So all of the cool stuff is going to be like a huge melting pot. So on Sundays, make sure you join us. That's going to be really great stuff. And I wanted to create an environment on that my kids would be happy and proud that we were able to create. So i got to tell you, I really appreciate you and Alex and Axel and all the other guys and gals that are doing this because it really does create 
a wonderful environment where we can have our families um, plug in, have fun, mm-hmm. do the right things, you know, make something out of this dash, which we call the stuff between the date we get started and the date that we got, the, the date that we're You finished. can say birth and death. I think you're okay. I know, I know. I know. You just don't like to say the D word. I don't. You know, it really sucks. <laughs> it really does. You know, it really does. You know, we have a... But it's, have, it's celebrating life, you know? Yep. I, I look at it and I go, you know, the day that I was, from the day that I'm born to the day that I die, you know, that's my life. And if we don't have real consciousness about the fact that, you know, we are all going to die someday, you know, and I think that it's my sense of urgency, Peter, because I've lost so many people in my life. Like, like, I mean, quite literally, every eight months I lost identical twin girls in utero. And mind you, I came into this world losing my best friend. He got crushed. His head got crushed by a tree in my backyard in front of me when I was seven years old. And then I started to lose family members. And then in my freshman year of high school, four of my closest friends get offed in a El Camino. They, they're high-speed chased by, by state cops that went across three, state, three town lines to chase a bunch of 16-year-old kids. And five, four, four out of the six people in the car died, all 15, 16-year-old kids. Um, and then, you know, it was my best friend died in my freshman year, and then we lost three or four more friends in high school, and then I lost my mom and identical twin girls in utero, and then I lost my two, both of my grandmothers, okay? And this was all, like, within eight months of each other, both, like, the identical twin girls, then my mom, then my grandma, then my other grandma. And... All of the matrons and girls in my family were just being wiped out by this. You know, this is like, you know, to lose all the matrons in your family is like, well, how, how are you guided at 20-something years old? And that kind of loss upon loss upon loss gave me so much real appreciation of life because, I mean, I just didn't know how long the person that was sitting in front of me was going to be there. You know, and it, there was a lot of therapy needed. I mean, granted, you know, you you're, you walk around afraid of loss and you don't live your life. But I got this really exceptional space of being present wherever I was and being grateful for every minute that I had with the people in my life. And I I don't know if there, if everybody gets that opportunity. You know, it's like I had to go through all that loss to get it. But when I came right down to it, it was something that that gave me a true appreciation for life. And so the meaning of what a, the dash actually is, you know, that, that space between life and between birth and death, you know, being able to truly value that is something that not everybody comes in with, you know. And so I think that you and I have a real unique appreciation of of what our life is for and, and, and you know, what that space and time and the space and time we share every day here you know, giving it value and giving everybody the opportunity to give their life and their business true value, you know. And I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful that you gave me this this nudge and, and that we're here for this because this is pretty powerful stuff. And I could be sitting around feeling sorry for myself or I could be doing this. That's right. This well, is way better. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> well, we're running out of time, and we're going to see anybody that shows up at the A&MP, and you're going to hear from us next week as well. I can't believe we're running out of time. We're done. It flew by. We're over. All right. That's it. See you, Alex. Axel. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to the show. At The Dash, we know that your time is precious, and your choosing to spend it with us means a lot. 
To get reminders for our live shows that happen every Monday through Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, click follow on the top of any show. Also, subscribe to our blog for articles, inspirations, and great products and services for your ever-growing business at thedashradio.com. For upcoming mobile experience, text DASH to 37404. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Dash Radio. Again, thanks for spending some of your Dash with us. We look forward to talking with you again soon.